Hey, it's time for Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit. And I'm Dr. Lisa. I give a shit. You know, uh, I'm a self-proclaimed psychotherapist for you guys who, who may not be aware. And uh, yeah, so that's what that's my jam. Um, and thank you for listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. It's the greatest radio station in the Western Hemisphere. I've listened to all of them. This is definitely the best. So uh, go to our website, RadioFreeBrooklyn.com. Check us out and, you know, donate some money. Donate some money because uh, we provide a free platform for to promote media literacy, education, all that stuff. Okay, guys? Okay, you, you, you know where you are now, but... Um, so I am very excited about my guest today. I have, I'm actually, maybe I'm a little nervous. She's somebody I look up to. I was probably a little nervous there in the beginning because you know how neurotic I am, right? Um, but anyway, I have Lana Sibalon, C- and she is a uh, incredibly talented comedian and so many other things, but I'm going to get to that in a second. I just wanted to let you know that I'm depressed um, I think I was depressed last week too, but you know, I realized I just got to get this out here. Here's, here's what's weird that happened in my life. Okay. In the last, this is so strange. In the last month I have been to, um, a reunion of all my advertising colleagues, a reunion of all my wacky performance art colleagues, a christening. I have never been to a christening before and a memorial for a friend of mine's dad. And I w- I've been like, why am I struggling? Why do I feel so lost? Why do I feel? And then I realized like, that's just too much heaviness. And mm-hmm. what point that's like life, death. And then, you know, you wind up feeling so old that, the, the, you know, your niece who you saw as a, as a kid is now a mom. Hmm. She's, she has this huge house, hmm. a great husband. And it's like, how did she get that all together? And a baby? And it's like, I knew her as a kid. And like, I feel like, God, am I a failure? Anyway, um, so I'm going to tell you a little about Lana. And then, um, and then uh, we're going to, you know, you know, okay. So here's another thing about Lana. That's, I mean, it's really interesting for me. And I think this will be interesting for all of us. Because I've known Lana since like May. And this is actually the first chance I met her because, um, well, I met her initially because she runs an open mic at the tiny cupboard, but I've seen her perform many times. I mean, and her career is going gangbusters. I mean, she's a hardcore professional comedian that I happen to meet at uh, the right time for me to meet her. Cause I don't think she's really even doing open mics anymore. Who knows? Who knows? We'll find out. But anyway, um, so this is the first time I've really gotten to sit down and talk to her. Cause normally she, so she is just a rare person in the comedy world. As far as I can tell, because I decided during the pandemic that I wanted to start doing comedy, which is like kind of weird, but kind of whatever I do this, right. I talk to you guys I just need to learn how to do jokes. I don't know. I wanted to try it. Whatever. Uh, It's good to try new things, guys. Don't make fun of me, okay? Um, So so I decided that... And then I've tried this before over the years. I've taken a class. I've done the open mics. And the people 
are usually, you know, I'm just going to be nice and say not always friendly, okay? <laughs> and you know what I mean, right? And being a comedian is super, super hard, and you can't, you know, you have to be really dedicated and ambitious and maybe even cutthroat like every other fucking creative field, okay? So I, I'm not even being critical. But for some reason, I had the great good fortune of doing the first live, not on Zoom, open mic, and it was run by Lana. And I don't think Lana realizes what a gift that was to me. And it wasn't just because of her. It was because of all the vibe of the whole thing. So uh, Lana is, and I know a lot of people um, feel this way about her because she's surrounded by people all the time, which is why I never get to talk to her in any of these things. Okay. Um, but she's had a in, very interesting, I know enough about her. I'm going to tell you some shorthand <laughs> comments about her background. She's sitting here. She's, she's always, here's, here's the thing that I really want to find out though. Why is she always, she's always so positive. <laughs> And is she really that positive? And how did she get that positive? That's one thing we're going to find out. But I want to tell you what, and and she's a really remarkable person. And listen to this bio, okay? She, um, well, she immigrated from the Ukraine at like eight or something, which is a really big deal, right? That's a really big deal. So she wasn't even fucking born here, okay? She, she probably had to learn the language and get used to the idiot uh, American kids. But listen to this. She um, was ranked seventh in the United States for ballroom dancing. I mean, isn't that incredible for anybody? Like, but that's not enough because then she went on to like study acting and do acting, and now she's a fucking successful comedian. So it's like it's it's she's a pretty. You're welcome. I got her on here, and you are very very welcome. <laughs> Um, I'm just going to say before I bring her on, um, if you want to know anything about her, follow her, find her shows, you should really go see her. Just go to her Instagram, which is Lana, L-A-N-A-S-I-E-B-E-L. Okay, there you go. Hi, Lana. <laughs> Hi. Wow. Now I'm nervous. That was, you're amazing. And that was like the best introduction ever. And uh, I need my parents to listen to this now. Oh, so really? they don't think uh, it was a waste of an immigration. Uh, <laughs> Thank so you. is wow. there anything uh, else that I gave you a really mini mini? Did I miss anything? That or? was incredible. No, no but I did just... I miss any details or is there anything else? Um, well, yeah, I'm very excited. I got the headlining series at the Tiny Cupboard, uh, which is huge. Thank you. I really appreciate it. It was very exciting. October 26th, 10 p.m. Hope you guys can come out Tuesday. And it's just going to be the other comics on it are just uh, incredible. So. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys, wrong no. height. Um, <coughs> water. Um, so you're going to be inviting like major comics. They're major and comics. And you're hosting. And I'm actually headlining. Oh, my God. Yeah, so you're yeah. headlining. Oh, I'm for headline. this particular show. For this particular show, I'm the headliner. I'm doing 45 minutes and the oh comics. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, yeah. and that's October 26th? October 26th, Tuesday. Oh, tiny okay. Covers. So, yeah. um, oh, so I'll be back. I'm going to L.A. I can. Okay, oh. the 26th. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to that. I'm oh, going to that. I'm, yeah. buying, I'm I love, buying a ticket now. Oh my it's going to be sold out. 
Oh my gosh. So you really, that's so fabulous. But you've been like touring all over and touring. Yeah, I started to, yeah, I started um, headlining. I did my first 40 minutes back in June Mm -hmm. this year and um, that was really exciting. And uh, yeah, you find out that you just constantly can't get comfortable. You have to constantly push so hard um, to just get to the next step and the next step. And, and I so relate to what you said. You always feel like somehow you're not measuring up. I think we all feel that way. Mm. I certainly feel that way it's every so day. Good. It's so good to yeah. hear. Yeah. I mean, that's but, so reassuring. Not that yeah, I want you to feel no, that no, way. No, no, no. And it's so funny. Like, I feel like the better we do, like, you're, you're, I feel like you're so accomplished. You're amazing. You have a radio show, you know. Uh, I, I think so highly of you. And um, so I think it's encur- Yeah, it's very encouraging that we all just feel like, and you, I, and you know what I want to say to you overconfident assholes out there? Yeah. You're actually better off to be like me and Lana <laughs> because you will work hard. You will push yes. your heart, yeah. push yourself a lot harder and you will grow. Absolutely. You, will, you are not going to get stuck. You're not going to get stuck. So I want to get into yeah. your background, but I just want to hear like how yeah. you feel. Cause like I said, you know, when I met you in May, you would just, you were hosting an open mic, even though you were doing a lot of shows. And now it yeah. just seems like your career has exploded. So Appreciate tell me that. how you're feeling. I want to know if, if how you're yeah. feeling. Um, I just feel so thankful and grateful and fortunate because, you know, um, so like, like you were saying, I was, you know, uh, a professional entertainer since I was very little. I was dancing uh, at like 10 years old and then competing and, and traveling all around by the time I was 15, 16 and then, um, and then acting, but also, um, once I kind of stopped with the dancing, which I was very happy to, uh, and just teach. Mm-hmm. How old were you? Um, so I stopped competing like in my mid twenties, late twenties. And it was, it was a very hard transition, but it's something that needed to get done mm-hmm. because, um, you know, a lot of people don't know the way the dancers make money. Uh, a lot of them, those, the ones, you know, that you see on Dancing with the Stars that I grew up with and, and knew. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, is, you know, a lot of times you have to take your student to um, oh. a competition and they pay for your hotel room oh. and your plane. And I couldn't. I couldn't live with myself. Uh, and, you know, oh, just man. knowing. Yeah. Oh, that's a racket. Yeah. <laughs> everything's a yeah, racket. Yeah. Everything's right? a racket. And <laughs> it just felt like a big scam to me. It just, oh, you didn't want to have that lifestyle. I didn't want to I have, get that. That's felt, not creative in your no. creative soul. Absolutely. So that's not and creative. also, it's very short lived. You know, a lot yeah. of times you're. And you're in your 30s and you're considered somebody, who, which is crazy to me. Well, your body, you know, I mean, yeah. it's competitive. Obviously, it's competitive and your body yeah. only goes so far. But um, yeah. also, you know, um, this didn't, ha- guys, this yeah. didn't happen overnight. Lana's no. been pursuing comedy for seven years. Seven right? years. And, and you then, feel like finally it's coming to finally, a place where you wanted it to be. Absolutely. Because, you know, I've had just very draining awful day jobs um and then i still despite that you know and then i had my son and then i still had to somehow you know the last job was like a a four-hour commute and a a nightmare boss which i don't want to give him any credit or names okay (laughs) but he said oh i hope you make it like uh you know big time coming i'm like yeah you'll see i will um and um you know it was just a real struggle to just get myself on stage after such a horrendous day of abuse and commuting. And oh, now yeah. I just feel so grateful that, you know, mm-hmm. um, and you've earned it. Like you feel like 
you I, earned it. Which I appreciate. Is so I do cool. think I fit, paid my yeah. dues. You know, yeah, with the whole so cool. barking it's where you beg people to come to a show, and it, I do. I would do it at like you know, in dead of winter. There was one time where I think I almost had like frostbite. It was like wow. a three hours. I was just begging people, and and I think wow. not one person. Um, yeah. It, so just. Yeah. years of that and yeah. 3 a.m. train rides 2 a.m. train rides going you know from last stop to the last stop uh, what yeah. what made you think like com- comedy I mean you know yeah. like why how did how did like why yeah. comedy so I tried uh improv so I always wanted to write and and I um like writing yeah and ever since I was you know little I was you know uh, very um, awkward and chubby before I started the dancing. Everybody said how funny I am. Um, and uh, and I kind of always knew in the back of my head, like I, I, that I have this skill and it's something I really right. want to use. And so I, uh, I, I remember I would write and then I would be too chicken to try comedy. So I tried improv. I did a few improv classes and I was horrendous. I was like the Michael Scott in the office. I feel like <laughs> I would come on stage and everybody would leave or, you know, they'd go out and somehow uh, I wasn't told. Um, improv is a very, I think it was, it's a very specific skill. You know, it was definitely not for me. It yeah, was, yeah. And then everybody, I felt like, you know, I'm this uh, immigrant that even though I came over when I was seven, you know, like that um, I had this like hardship that I'd come on stage with and they were just like being light and doing all these references I had no idea about. So oh, I'd man. be like talking about like my mother and there was one scene where I did it was pretty decent and um, somebody was like, you should stick with acting because <gasps> your acting is good. But which was a compliment kind of to me because I'm like, all right, at least I'm uh, good at that. But um, it, it, it. I finally, I was thinking about doing stand-up for eight years before I finally got on stage for the first time. Oh, there you go. Yeah. See? So it was an eight-year, yeah, (laughs) work in progress. See how inspiring this is? Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's... And then then luckily, because of the acting and the dancing and all, um, my first set went really well. I really prepared. Sure. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Yeah, and these comics who were, you know, doing it for a while, they came up, they said nice things. They were encouraging, yeah. So it was... um, and I find, you know, what's funny. I find the ones that are doing really well, the comedians, you know, uh, in terms of like people and career, they're the ones that are kind and and usually mm-hmm. offer some kind of when they mm-hmm. see somebody who's who's has a lot of you know um, talent. Right. So, they're they're, yeah. they're more generous. They're more generous. It's the yeah, ones that are bitter and unhappy. More, yeah. Yeah. They got more to be. That, yeah, yeah. That's that's. I think that's yeah. that's. Yeah, that's human nature. Right? Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you yeah. get angry and bitter in comedy and many you other do, fields. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. So the thing that um, so um, I I really wanted to hear about your experience of immigrating here because yeah. I have a feeling that that could be a key to like a lot of the way that you've gone throughout your you know how yeah. you've lived your life and stuff like that and just had yeah. like a real influence on yeah on you and so i wanted to you know what's funny the story yeah no i'm so I, I boy do i love telling the story now but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah look at me no no yeah. <laughs> i was in a shuttle and- <laughs> exactly it's so <laughs> funny because yeah, i don't look like someone who Cloth you know shoes yeah she's she's gorgeous you look oh, like no no i'm just saying is. you know you, wait I'm, i wanted to yeah. tell people that too she looks like you oh. know she looks like honestly yeah. you look uh, 
to you look like two you look like a cheerleader almost. Oh it's yeah, so that's what people funny. say. Like a southern, yeah. I don't like, look like from Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah. She's Who's like so pretty <laughs> no. and so normal looking yeah. that like it's uh, you're like, wow, how can she also be like so friendly? I'm so glad you say because I feel like I'm my whole point about my stand up is don't you know, everyone's so quick to judge by appearances, but you don't mm-hmm. know just by looking at someone what their struggles were. You know, mm-hmm. they, they maybe they're, they're probably downplaying a lot of things. And then yeah. someone who maybe looks a certain way that they have struggled and maybe they haven't and they just look that way and they're playing up for it. So yeah, it's just right. You don't yeah, know. You, you don't, don't know. know. Everyone's don't know. so quick to judge, especially these days. And it's um it's unfortunate because that's how we like distance instead of. Yeah, closer. and then we, yeah, yeah, we 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 all miss out on that. So, yeah, yeah. Um, what happened? How did your parents yeah. wind up moving? And so, what happened? Yeah, um, I have so much admiration for my parents, and uh, what a life! I mean, some of the you know problems. It's just it, it. The only thing is, it gets so heavy when I talk to them that I wish they. I really wish they would have gone to therapy just because mm-hmm. so we could have like a normal. Mm-hmm. dinner because <laughs> mm-hmm. everything feels so heavy all the time where do they live now so they live now um in in brooklyn um mm-hmm. we all came over so i was seven they were it's so funny they were um in their my mom was 39 my dad was uh 43 uh, and my brother was um he's 10 years older than me he's mm-hmm. um, 17 so we all came over together um and uh they wanted to come 10 years prior but then all the parents died. Like at the they were uh, only sixty when grand, all the grandparents. grandparents they yeah. were sixty years old. It was crazy. Uh, all three from cancer. Um, uh, and some of the things my parents tell me is unbelievable. They, um, my mother, um, she would have someone who took care of them who became a second mother. And this woman, I think I'm going to go to tears. I don't think I ever talked about this. She was, um, she was a Polish. A woman who her parents, she wasn't Jewish, but her parents and her uh, were all taken to the concentration camps. And then somehow she escaped. Yeah. Really? And she, it was crazy. And she was, you know, kind of working at the hospital. And my grandmother um, had to go free my grandfather from jail uh, because everybody goes to jail in Russia if, you, if you're um, pretty much doing anything, uh, mm. <laughs> any kind of business. And it was my mother and her brother so she needed someone to take care of them. And she found this girl. Um, we don't know her age because she doesn't know her age herself. Mm. She was operated by the Germans. And she was mm. she became like my second grandmother. She died when I was one. But she, mm-hmm. um, it would be so funny. My mom would say like she had some kind of problem. And she'd be like, this is a problem? You know, like this is crazy. You, you know, you bought this skirt for 10, whatever. It's yeah, 10 right, rubles. Right, this is right. your problem. You don't yeah. know. You have you, no yeah, yeah. But she was uh, so... This is someone who, you know, uh, lived all our, our lives with. So it's kind of, it's just crazy, you know, now to be here feeling very grateful for it. Um, mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, the, my parents wanted to leave much prior to that. They hated the injustice and the, um, you know, being scared all the time. And we mentioned that you're, I yeah. mean, I'm not sure if yeah. I made it clear that you're Jewish. I'm Jewish. Right. That I just very sure harsh anti Semitism. Yeah. yeah. You're just, just in the Ukraine. Okay. You're constantly. Yeah. yeah. You can't sure. go to certain schools if you're like my brother couldn't go to a certain school. Oh if my he's, God. yeah. It's, wow. it, was, it was, it was, it was truly institutionalized wow. anti Semitism. So wow. my passport really did say it's so funny. I just recently looked at it. It was my seven year old picture of me and it said next to it, Jew. Um, because they want to make sure that you're not a citizen 
um, even though so you're, you're born not a there, real citizen. you're not a real citizen. Isn't you're that second crazy? class. And we're not talking like World War Two. This era. is eighty nine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't want to say my age. Like, about, let's say ninety four. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't realize. You know, I personally we don't realize. So yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, but you, yeah. do you remember feeling discriminated against or were you too young? I felt, I remember my dad would have talks with me, like, don't tell anyone we got a TV because they'll take it away. Don't tell anyone we got this nice thing over here because they might, because, um, and just, you know what, honestly, um, not only Jewish people, but also like our friends who weren't Jewish, um, they're constantly afraid of things being taken away by the government because it was, it was a bit yeah. of like a wild, wild west situation yeah, where you don't, don't know where... Um, it was, it was kind of, do you your, remember feeling anxious or were you about yes. that or was it just normal to you? Very anxious. Yeah. Oh, Ever so everybody was, was anxious. So it affected you. <laughs> Absolutely. Very, yeah. Very, um, uh, scared all the time. Can't say certain things. We have to keep secrets and lie and you, you can't be truthful and trust anyone. Wow. That's yes. really hard. It was, it was, um, you know, I was lucky that I was a kid and then yeah. and then I was very lucky because I, I, you know, I think for many years I dissociated of actually what happened during the immigration. So uh-huh. only now I'm starting to talk about how and, and realizing how it, yeah, it was so it was pretty it bad. <laughs> it was. So we mm-hmm. first we had to go through um, first to Moscow. So that was like mm-hmm. the first on the train. Wait, and, wait like yeah, when you got ready journey. to leave, I'm yeah. sorry to interrupt yeah. you, but when you got ready to leave, was that like really intense? It was intense. I remember my dad would just give me like toast and bread. Oh, I'm like, let's go. I thought, what, what about like for dinner? Like, but, but we, we you know, we, we, we lived comfortably. My yeah. mom okay, was so, a dentist. Yeah. I'm but sorry, up until that point, to... yeah, no, that's the thing. We, were, we lived okay, but we were mm-hmm. always, it was the fear. So of, anyway, you went to Moscow. Yeah, we went. Yeah. So, for, but yeah, before that, it was, um, the apartment that we had, um, at, another family just came in and kind of it's like we couldn't really sell it they just kind of like looked at it and it was like theirs automatically it was very strange in that way mm. like there was no ownership yeah things could just be taken mm. away i thought i i haven't really delved into asking my parents about that but, but you was, were never homeless um never homeless but i know they had another home my parents before i was born that was just taken away oh, somehow man. it was that's yeah. the thing the government could just come and take away your home it was kind of Insane. So you got to Moscow, you got so out got of to, the Ukraine and finally you got, got to, to Moscow. Moscow. Then after Moscow, we um, had to go to Austria. It was a whole thing. And mm-hmm. then in Austria, this is kind of nuts. They lined up all the refugees and they said, who's going um, to America? Because they were automatically kind of supposed to go to Israel. Mm-hmm. But my parents didn't want to go to Israel. They, mm-hmm. they wanted to come to America. And uh, they lined everybody up and like... My parents stepped forward. They're like, we want to go to America. And it was just them and another family. So then we had to stay in Austria for a few more weeks. And I remember, I think like some of the dinners we had, it was like canned goods, all the refugees sitting around. And I kind of dissociated a lot of it, but it was very strange. It was really, it was like a refugee camp. That's wow. Yeah. And then, and then it gets worse, Lisa. Um, And then we go to, uh, so we're finally out of Austria after like a month. And then we go to Italy. We end up staying there a month, but we were lucky because um, we had to go through a consulate interview. And um, a lot of the refugees, our friends, they didn't make it through because their plan was to look disheveled and to feel, to so people pathetic. feel sorry for them. Pathetic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My parents were like, no, we're going to, this is what I, I admire about them. They dress to the nines. 
Uh-huh. I remember they, you know, dressed uh. me up and they're like, we're going to look presentable and great and, and with dignity. And we were the few that got um, into America, uh. the permission. Yeah, oh, it was really. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was really something. <laughs> yeah, that story. And yeah, to this day, it's, um, um, it kind of stays with me that, you know, I, good or bad, like you have to be presentable. You have to kind of always look like. Put your best foot forward. Put your best foot forward. Yeah, you can't be weak or vulnerable, which was, you know, that was yeah. that took many years of therapy to try to. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That's exactly yeah. what I'm noticed yeah. about you, though. Yeah. There's not, you, there's not a lot of that. That's because that's my even, life dependent on our lives yeah. dependent on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, do you do you remember yeah. like that whole experience of being lined up? Like it. Can you picture yeah, that? Yeah, I kind of. I was think I kind really of remember. Or how did that? Was that you know, like, as a kid, you're like, ah, this is just, but. Uh, this is a lot of memories. I don't. I, some I remember very vividly, and some. But it's. Were your so, parents afraid? Did you know? Oh, they were. Yeah, they. You know, they were. Um, it's so funny because to this day I see them when there's really tough struggles and hard situations. They handle it just as if we're um, going on vacation, having the best time. It's like it's it's always a baseline level of panic and um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it makes it very hard when things are going okay because they create and this is where the comedy i guess comes in because they create these situations where it's stress and anxiety and <laughs> things oh, like so they- we're almost near death it's always always like near death and when it's not it's it's unbearable yeah but it's kind of like i mean it must be frustrating mm-hmm. because it's sort very. of like they've worked so hard to like they should just be so relaxed now and yeah. they can enjoy They're always on what edge. they got they can enjoy and they can enjoy it and that's hard to watch it's very hard to watch and yeah. it's very hard to be like in a constantly yeah just sitting around and there's this level of miserableness that's just how often do you see them um or how often do you have yeah. contact with them is it yeah like once no a- we we try to talk every couple of days and um pretty regularly pretty right yeah, yeah 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 so um so then then what happened so you got to come yeah. to america got to come to america um and then we yeah so it was my first plane ride 10 hour plane ride uh and then uh, we got off and we were very lucky that my parents, uh, my dad's uh, cousin, she was the only one that met us at the airport and she took us in um, to her home. And uh, it was in East New York. And oh, wow. back then it was a really, it was a tough. Still is. Yeah. And then I'm like, what? This is what we came for. In my mind, I was, um, I was thinking, you know, just because uh, you think, you know, no cats in America. Um, Fievel, and then, uh, but we, and I, I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean like you think um, it's going to be this paradise, but it's right. life, just like everything else. Yeah, it's well, they, East New York is yeah. not a great introduction to America for anybody. Let's Back be then, honest. it was yeah, it was. Let's um, just be honest. It's, it's you know things are changing now, but um, yeah, you know their home was uh, it was nice, but. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's not, it's, it's not like what you envisioned, but I, we were so grateful to them because they, um, uh, they were so kind to take us in. Yeah, they helped find my parents. Yeah. yeah. So to this day, we were always just so grateful to sure, them and, and the whole, yeah. Um, and it was funny because my cousin, my aunt was like, don't, you know, don't ignore him. And he was trying to speak to me in English. And I was like, I don't understand you what's didn't going understand on. understand English yeah. at all when yeah. you came here. Yeah. No, it was so. No, no, nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Wow. Just that feeling of like, what? 
I think I still took that feeling with me all the time. Like, what's going on? I have to, I have to try harder. I have to figure out what, how to do this. It's always like a scramble of trying to figure out how to get to understand things. So then I'm guessing your parents got their own place. Got their own place. I became like a latchkey kid. I had to go uh, to school by myself and, wow. and, and then, uh, you know, open up. They, they taught me how to open up my uh, apartment and kind of get myself dinner. And my dad would come home like around five or six. But um, yeah, my brother was going to school and working. My mother was going Good to brother. dental. Uh, well, she was like learning English at that point. My, my dad was trying to get work and learning English. So right away, they were like just very hard workers. But it was... So they were looking for jobs and yeah. you had your own apartment. They were looking for jobs. And then you had, did you have help they, with the government or something? Yeah, a little bit, but they were so keen on, um, they, they stopped all the benefits after six months of oh, getting okay. jobs. So you yeah. Get a little help. Already. Yeah. Cause, and we, cause we literally came with nothing. Yeah. Just I the, know. yeah. 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 I was wondering. It was kind that of, that makes nuts. me feel a little better about yeah. America. <laughs> yeah. Just a tad. But yeah. That's yeah. Cool. It was, it was, yeah. I, it was like, uh, very, very scary. I still can't believe they did all. I'm very impressed with them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, when, we yeah. all are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we don't yeah. have to do things like that. Anymore. Yeah. It's, uh, I can't, you know, learn the language. They were just going to school to learn the language and get so, a job. And So do you remember when you started school here? Do you remember what that yes, was like? Yes, it was awful. It was so frightening. It, it was awful. awful. It was so awful. You poor thing. Where did yeah, you, no. where did you, where uh, were you? Were you? Yeah, I was in the school. Like it was like a, it was, was only it a block away. It was in Rock Bay Ridge. Away. Bay Ridge. Bay Ridge. Yeah, okay. Bay Ridge. Yeah. Um, like 95th Street. I, I still go by the building sometimes. And yeah, it was, um, it was just, yeah, I didn't know the language. I, I had no idea what was going on. It was um, like, uh, just, you know, it could have been mumbles to me for eight worse hours. Worse than your first open mic. Yeah, it was much worse. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. More out of At place least, yeah, than that. Yeah, yeah. And that was, yeah, as you know, those are pretty terrible and uh, yeah. <laughs> horrific. Yeah. Nightmarish. Yeah. So, 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 um, so what happened? Like, how yeah. did you, like, like, I can't yeah. even imagine. Like, you know, you I, get- again, I feel so lucky that I was only seven and it just, things just kind of absorbed. And then I remember uh-huh. just, uh, this, like, I would ask my brother. He, um, went to like English speaking school in, in Russia. So he knew a little bit. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, um, so he, I would ask him, like, what does this mean? What is that? But I would do like the homework myself. I don't know if it was any good, but my parents were so proud. They're like, look, she's, you know, doing this or so. And I'm like, yeah, what choice do I have? (laughs) Um, But yeah, I would watch a lot of cartoons to, you know, TV. What about your friend? What about friends? Yeah. So I had a, it was so funny. Um, I had somebody living right across from us and her dad's name was also Michael Feldman, like my dad. And she was Alice Feldman. So she was my age and she also just immigrated. So that was, became my, yeah. 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 I wish, I wish we'd stayed in touch. I wonder what's going on with her now. And but did she, was she from, where was she from? She was also from, she was Ukraine? from Ukraine as well. I'm not exactly, oh, so I don't remember. Oh, so you guys spoke yeah. the same language. Yeah, we spoke, oh, yeah, yeah. That's she was, wonderful. Yeah. Yes, oh, yeah. thank God for that, right? Yeah, it was, I was so wow. thankful to have her, yeah. So she was about there together, we were together for like about two years um, oh, until we moved, so. yeah. And then yeah. did you adjust yeah. after a couple of years? Yeah, yeah, I, um, I, so it was a few years in that school and then, um, it was very strange. I went to a yeshiva, which I didn't know anything about my culture or but, um, the yeah, Judaism. That's a, yeah, that's a, 
Yeah. That's like a very orthodox Jewish school. Yeah. So it was actually the first one I went to for a few months, um, but then it kind of got whatever separated and it was, became just an all girls school and it became a gr- all girls school for girls who were uh, immigrants, refugees from Russia. Oh. So it was a lot of Russian speaking and not uh, religious. Um, and that was very, uh, I went there from fifth to eighth grade. Oh, so was, fourth, that, grade, was yeah. that a good situation? That was a very good situation. Yeah, that yeah. was, I think that was when I started to, that's when I got the whole humor thing. People started to see me as uh, somebody who's, Oh, that, yeah. that sounds like a really um, good situation. Yeah, that was, that was a really good, um, up mm. until I started dancing and then. By eighth grade, I was already heavy into my eating disorders because I had to accomplish things, you know. So how so eat, eating disorders are you know? great for like people who are really ambitious. Exactly. If you're really ambitious, man, you can I'm, really get down to I'm being I'm telling you, the willpower, I can't do that anymore. That was were incredible. Ever, I mean, so yeah, I was, were you ever hospitalized? For, I wasn't hospitalized. Were you anorexic or anorexic? I was anorexic, bulim- yeah. And then I, so I transitioned from anorexia to bulimia. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, like anorexia was from about, 12 to 14, mm. 15, and then the bulimia came, which was, um, I guess, yeah, you a better do. transition. Yeah, it was a good, I don't know. I just, it was very smooth. You know, I think people are like, she's a comedian? <laughs> this is so sad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think. Uh, so how did you get interested in dancing? You must have, uh, yeah. that must have helped you really find yourself. I mean, you're obviously got a have yeah. a natural ability for it, right? Uh, no, I had no natural ability. Oh, <laughs> what a determination. <laughs> exactly. It so was, how did you get into dancing? Yeah, I am, you know, I'm trying to remember. I, you know, it was the big part of it was, uh, so it was very popular, Latin dancing, um, in like there was different neighborhood like there's a Bensonhurst studio and there's a King's Highway studio and and funny as it is a lot of these dancers are now you know the Dancing with the Stars yeah, people you, yeah that's we all grew them. up in the same yeah I know them we that's, all that could have been you that could yeah yeah it almost was and I'm 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 you know still very thankful that I got out of it um, yeah yeah well, and, and yeah you know your life is cool is oh, awesome appreciate Lo- or it looks thank like you it to no me anyway. thank yeah. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. But yeah, as you know, it's all everything is smoking mirrors. And, you know, even the people that you think are on just how yeah. could they, you know, you hear these stories. You're like, how how did this happen? Because, yeah, it's all. So I, I try to be honest and say, you know, we're all human. Yeah. And yeah. It's yeah. Hard oh, work it's, and, oh, no. And you still feel like that. Actually, the better you do, the more you're like, oh, I can do even better. And you, you get became you become more ambitious. Than you <laughs> Not everybody's try. like that. OK, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, how did be, you first yeah. find dancing? So, yeah, it was like in the neighborhood. I think my friend was going to there it. There were like so studios I, in the neighborhood. Studios in the neighborhood. Take classes. Take, yeah, my friend was doing it. And uh, and then I, I started a few classes and I felt, you know, very fat, even though I wasn't. And so then I remember quitting because I felt so horrible about my weight. Um, and I remember losing a whole amount of weight by not eating. Uh, and then I came back and they were like, oh, wow, look at you. They're so much thinner and now. <laughs> now, <laughs> now you, you can know do how this. to dance. Now you know how to dance. You're still tone deaf, but look at that figure. <laughs> that was 12. Yeah. It's terrible. It was crazy. Yeah. And then, and then, yeah, I became very ambitious, probably, um, as I am with a lot of things. And mm-hmm. I was like, I gotta, I gotta get this, I gotta get this right. And the, you know, um, so did you go, did you, I'm going to say this. Yeah. Did you go overboard in training? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I so started. Yeah. What, what was that like? You, you know, it's funny. Like I remember my f- first few dance partners were like, 
you know, I'm out. This is you. You're asking for way too much. Uh, I, I just want to have a good time. They're like, just because I was, I think I was all in. I'm like, okay, we got to do this for four to six hours now, right? That's what happens next. Like uh, every day. Like every day. Including uh, your schoolwork. Yeah, including, yeah, exactly. That sounds, this is so, uh, yeah. I, uh, no, you know what? This is yeah. going to sound racist, but no, I'm going to no. say it it's sounds very, very Russian, Asian. Yeah. I'm oh, say, yes. Tiger yeah. mom. Yes, yeah. Very, it's very tiger yeah, mom. Yeah, I think See, uh, Russians and Eastern Jew, European. Eastern Europeans. It's that ambition. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that immigrant. We have a lot in common. Yeah. That's a good thing. No, yeah, you're right. It's it's that it's that immigrant um, ambition. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, like. Mm-hmm. Um, so you wound up like you were yeah. just totally like driven all the time. Driven, and- yeah, and and then um, I just I just really I, for some reason wanted to do really well and then I started competing and uh locally like all over different states and then um I was very ambitious to do better and better and train with the best coaches and I was kind of all in a way it was uh all me but luckily my parents aren't stage parents at all but they saw self-motivated I was yeah but you know it's really interesting all that drive I mean which must have I mean it feels like there's I'm, I mean, yeah. I'm feeling two things. I'm feeling like way, way, you know, impressed. And then I'm also feeling sort of like a little bit like protective of the little oh, girl. That's you sweet. know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. that little girl, like why yeah. isn't she like running around outside or yeah. just doing, did, did, was, what do you think, yeah. what do you think, what, think, what do you think motivated you to be so I'm so dry? thankful that you see this is why you're, um, so good at this and I'm so, so grateful to you. Cause, um, uh, I think it was a, a real combination of coming to this country and proving yourself, seeing how hard my parents work. And then also, um, you know, I, I don't blame them too much, but I think they were so stressed out. My parents, mm. um, in trying to survive in a new country and doing well for, yeah. for my brother and myself that there was no attention paid to me. There, there was, but it wasn't like I was. I didn't feel seen or heard. But were you yeah. trying to do? Um, like I was trying a- to impress my mom and my dad, and I felt like nothing was ever good enough. Um, I still feel that way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and you know, it's no. I hear you. Yeah, I hear yeah, you. We are, yeah. We're all like that. Yeah, we're all like yeah, that. yeah. Um, so you felt that. Um, so you were doing it to get their approval as much as anything. Then. I think then I, you know, me, you know, it's funny. I, I'm not sure if it was more approval, but it was more like pay attention to me, recognition. Yeah, yeah, Just, yeah. Just, yeah, look yeah. look at what I'm doing. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't think I, I got that. I wonder if there was any, like, sense of fear that if you didn't, like, make sure that everything was going to be okay, it could just go away or something. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I felt like constantly, uh, you know, I'm, I'm fighting against uh, the the yeah. unfor- the yeah. powers you can't see that just take things away. Exactly. Like yeah. out of nowhere, right? That, that's where the whole eating disorder comes in with the, you know, feeling like you need to control everything and anger about mm-hmm. not controlling things. So did things. eating yeah. disorder become mm-hmm. a big what did that, yeah. did that dominate a lot of your life? Yeah, yeah, it did. Um, that, you know, in what in what way? Yeah, the anorexia was you know um, just focusing on the dancing, not really having much of a social life, and just uh, focusing on and the work of mm-hmm. that at, at a young age. And then with the bulimia, um, you know, it was uh, also very isolating. And uh, at the same time, I'm so glad 
it's been years since I did that and got treatment because, uh, you know, it really messes with your throat and your organs and my mm. teeth. That was a real, which I think is kind of also a rebellion because my mom was a dentist. My grandma was uh, a dentist. So it's a rebellion. So your mom became teeth. a dentist? For the second time in America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have a hardworking family. We, yeah. Holy and, shit. Yeah. I'm, glad, I'm glad I wasn't part of your family. <laughs> I'm telling oh, you, it man. is, it is. Uh, what about your brother? What does he do? So uh, my brother's a computer uh, technician now uh, and uh, he's doing well. Yeah, he's got uh, his wife. Um, she's a uh, anesthesiologist and uh, wow. my nieces are becoming dentists. Mm. Uh, they're in their early 20s, which I'm very happy and relieved because my mother could, you know, focus on them now oh, right, uh, yeah, instead right. of me. Instead of me. But um, yeah, does he have yeah. the same drive and is he the same yeah. way about it, things that you are in that way? Yeah, like, you know, um, I think we was, had a very different childhood because he came here when he was 17, 18. He's very hardworking. He has a drive. But um, I think his childhood, he, he got my parents keep crying and like, I'm like, it's fine. I'm, I'm proud of who I am. But, it, you know, that he got more of a childhood than I did. I yeah. see what you're and saying. And attention yeah, from he them. didn't have that. Yeah. yeah, I got I it. mean, I can't imagine, you know, they had all the grandparents were dying out. Then they went to America. They had, you know, were 10 years apart. And then they had a kid who, you know, my brother was 17, 18, yeah. you know, more reliable. And then a seven-year-old who, you know, like. Well, it sounds what like we your, do now? <laughs> your brother had a more normal rootness kind of childhood a little, yeah, yeah. that you never really got. I think so. Yeah. yeah. You never had yeah. that yeah. at all. Yeah. I think, I think, I think that's it. But I think I got very lucky in a lot of ways with my adulthood and in pursuing yeah, these things. No, yeah. I mean, yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, so yeah. with the. You know, with the eating disorder, yeah. did that become like a serious medical problem? Did did yeah. people like what happened there? So yeah, the um, luckily I went to pursue uh, my college degree. So I I, I went to college and where, where you, uh, so Pace Pace University and studying. Funny as it is, Lisa it was right. I went and um, uh, first year first year of college was nine eleven. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, so I. Not the greatest timing so that, yeah, school was shut down for a few months and it was, it was very difficult. It was very much a part of my life. And, um, and then, you know, it was the, the very heavy bulimia at that point where things, you know, there was blood coming out. Mm. So I was like, I, and luckily there were all these ads about, you know, therapy because probably, you know, nine eleven. and also I was like, oh, oh right. I have another, I have a couple of things that I need to talk about it. And I, um, I was, um, I got a, an amazing therapist. Oh, okay. Yeah. And she really, I, I'm just, yeah, so grateful so, to her. So, yeah. so being treated really helped you. Oh, I think it was a life changer. I think I realized what I actually wanted, what I didn't want. It was so weird because I think I was almost like a robot. I wasn't like a human uh. being. I think I didn't know. I was just so, I think, driven. I didn't know who I was or. You were just doing. I was just and you doing. were succeeding because you yeah. were, you know, trying yeah. You but know. I think it came to a brink where the the eating disorder got so bad and just feeling so horrible inside about um you know my life oh that yeah even though that was that's that's the weird thing is like uh it looked on the outside like things were going so well with with the dancing but um and I was I felt like just horrifically bad inside yeah. did you yeah. stop dancing or um so I luckily um started to not dance with that dance that dance partner that we um 
we did a lot of competitions with. We got, you know, we did international rankings together. And was that hard? Dan- do you think dancing with him was... I, he was very cons- toxic. And uh, uh, yeah, uh-huh. just very, it was a very... Uh, that wasn't helping. Not a good relationship. Yeah, maybe yeah. not supportive. Very not supportive. Maybe I don't think too I realized. critical. Very, exactly. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so that was So you were good. never good enough. Never good enough. Oh, and that's just, awful. Yeah, Sorry. and I felt, yeah, thank you. I felt... Um, very were, less than yeah. Were your parents worried about your phys- you know, about yeah. your health? Were they involved with your anorexia and your eating disorders? You know, yeah, they were. There were points where you know they'd get a calls from the school, like the yeshiva. They were saying, you know, she's not eating enough. Um, there was. There was, uh, I stopped getting my period, but right. I got it very early. So it was just, maybe that was a matter of that, but that could have been also the, so they, they were, yeah, they were concerned, but they didn't, I don't think they knew how to, Do you my think dad they couldn't t- even understand what the emotional issue you had was? I think, yeah, I think they, because they Ukraine, no of eating disorder. It was like, there's just no food. I mean, this was something very new. Uh, right. yeah. So th- it was, um, um, yeah. And. And then, you know, did you have friends you could talk to about it or I think I was so protective of the disorder because I think I I felt like it was getting me nice things that I I didn't want them to come and destroy my success. That was like, oh, everybody was, you know, it was that they were concerned. But then it was like, oh, look at Lana do this and fit in that dress and look, it looks Mm -hmm, so glamorous. mm -hmm. Um, So after the therapy, did that? help you did was that a life-changing experience after the, what, the third i didn't hear sorry oh um, so after therapy was that you know oh, a life therapy was amazing experience? therapy was amazing and then i connected with now my now husband who is like one of the most nurturing kind uh, supportive uh, and also uh, not you know very honest he's not gonna just be like oh yeah that's great no he's gonna be like no this is you need to work on this or you need he's just right so you uh, met him in college i met him in college i well i knew him we went to the same high school together but we never talked everyone is so surprised that we're married now because we never would uh Uh, so you just yeah yeah but you're from the same background sort of i mean yeah brooklyn uh we both grew up in brooklyn yeah he's he's italian american oh no luckily he's not luckily, but he's, it's nice to be with somebody who's very different. He's Italian American. Right. So that was a They're bit of a culture shock. Yeah. Guy, yeah. Right? Very, very. Yeah. Very, uh, that's what really attracted me is the, um, just, you know, I would suppress everything and he would just really allow to, to get things out. And, wow. and that, that was part of the eating story, right? When you suppress, you control the anger, you, everything is. So, so you, you and you were, um, Whatever it was, you were healthy enough to find somebody that... The therapy um, helped, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you probably worked really hard at yeah. therapy. Yeah, I did. I worked so hard. She was like, wow, you're working really hard. I worked sure so hard. Notebooks, you're so, you got it. You worked really She's hard She's like, all right, therapy. take a day off from me. So um, you were able to connect with yeah. somebody who was positive. I also yeah. wonder if part of the way... Were you, yeah. did you have, was that after your dance partner or before your dance partner? That was after, yeah. So yeah. I wonder if you learned a lot from that toxic relationship yeah. with the dancer that you were able to sort of recognize that in. I think so, yeah. Kind of. Yeah, I was. Um, did yeah. you date a lot before your husband? Um, no, I didn't date too much. I think because I didn't, you know, feel like I had time. But um, it's so funny. Now I even see how lucky I am because I think, uh, you know, you say it like I'm very friendly and positive, but I think deep down 
there's very few people I truly like. And I'm <laughs> <laughs> I think that's part of being, you know, a comedian too. You're, you're always um, kind of seeing all the different sides and everybody and arguments. Yeah. And yeah. so you're really trying to be as honest as possible with yourself and how you, your perspective. Um, so, um, you know, do you realize we only have like 12 minutes? That's left? crazy. This I was know. so fun. So I want to find out. So, um, I'm wondering like how that all impacted you today, because yeah. like what, what, what I was saying earlier is that, you know, the, I mean, I really, I'm, I think I'm, I think per, here's some countertransference. Yeah. <laughs> I am actually really envious of how you are able to present yourself to the public mm. because that's how I would like to be. And I feel mm. like, um, I mean, also because yeah. you're a performer yeah. since you were little, like I don't have a perception of, yeah. it's hard for me to see how other people see me or even just put a blank screen on. I'm just yeah. not naturally that way or whatever. I haven't worked hard enough on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I am kind of curious yeah. about like w- where, what that's like. Like, are you putting on, yeah. um, like in the situations yeah, I've yeah. seen you, which are pretty casual yeah. and friendly, even though they're professional. Yeah. Quasi professional. Like what is what are you feeling? What is it what is it like to be you and what is yeah. what is the public reacting to? Oh, that's so interesting. Wow. Uh first of all, I think you present yourself beautifully. Thank and you. And second, I think we discovered today you really are a truly good therapist, Lisa, because I think um my perception ever since I was little of how I present myself with that interview at the consulate in Italy was um this is life or death. You have to present yourself in a very good um, beautiful way. Otherwise, you will not uh, get anything out of this life, or or yeah. you could be it's, thrown into some dungeon somewhere. Yes. It's not like yeah. it's it's like a life or death. It's thing. a life I or get death. It. I so get, I think that's I mean, really under, stayed I intellectually yeah. understood. But you know what? It's very constricting because you um then you hide your anger and your sadness and your fear, and then you feel like a, you do feel like a mess inside. Everybody does, and because you have to present yourself so. Um, that's what's freeing about comedy is you can really show your ang- angry perspective and your, mm-hmm. um, you know, just uh, rage over things. That that helps that that for at least it's a format. But yeah, I I, I definitely struggled with um, just trying to be more relaxed on myself. This, yeah, this is what I imagine is difficult yeah. for you, and I could yeah. be completely wrong. But like, I guess what I imagine is that you know you do interact yeah. with a lot of people, and you you know you're a wonderful, charismatic, yeah. positive yeah. person, Appreciate and it. people do respond. You know, Thank people you. Yeah. want to be around you. There's no question about that. Don't let her be. Sh- you know, <laughs> don't let her be humble about it. Yeah. No. So um, so yeah. I imagine that like you're like putting yourself this this really graceful persona yeah. out there and it's exhausting it's exhausting aggravating i'm so tired yeah and that like inside yeah. like i wonder you know i wonder if you are self-nurturing yeah. enough that's what i'm I trying about. i'm trying to get I this really that's do. so sweet it's so funny because my husband and son you know i'm really myself around them and they're their selves around me and they're like i'm like see how everybody says how kind i am they're like yeah they don't know you they don't live with you so it's nice that i get to come home and i you know, mm-hmm. I'm 
you have that balance. Yeah, I'm a human being, yeah. But yeah. comedy and comedians and comedy clubs are so difficult to work with. So how yeah. do you how do you do that? Like how yeah. does that? You know, I, I really the more I've been doing it, the more I just realize it is a profession. It's a career, and I treat it like a job. And I'm just gonna try to continue to be as like kind and professional and prompt as I can be. And that's all I could really do because. Yeah, it's, uh, it is a lot of it's very subjective and, you know, a lot of it is, I hate to say it, but, um, women are getting a lot more opportunities, but it's still, <laughs> it's still male fucking driven. Sexy. Yeah, it's, it's still, also really sexy. I do feel that's why I really enjoy so many. I think there's incredible male comics, but I enjoy female comics because I think we had to do so much more to get there. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. um, I, but um, like, what do you do when pe- I mean, you've yeah. got to deal with assholes. There's just no yeah. question. Oh, there's been a lot of assholes. So how do you do that? Yeah, I I there's been plenty of times where it would be so much easier to be like, fuck you. How dare you? But um, I really struggle to take the higher road. And because, you know, at the end, they're just they're having just their people. inner conflict. Yeah. And yeah. they're having their inner conflict. Let them mm-hmm. do that. But it's a much more powerful one of the things uh, I learned from my mother-in-law is, you know, it's a lot more powerful to be kind. Yes. And, yeah. And she was, uh, she really, she was very nurturing to me. She oh, passed away a few years ago, but. Oh, that's yeah, great. So uh, you had her too. She was, uh, I had her. She was a real female force that uh, she was, she was so strong and everybody, you know, a lot of people even feared her a little bit, but at the same time they adored her because she was so kind. And so I yeah. wonder like. As far as like your own social life, do you, do you like, are you, you don't probably, I'm yeah. guessing that you don't even want to, you don't like socializing. You know, it's so funny. This is exactly what I'm trying to figure out right now. I, there's things that I need to do that um, I could enjoy myself. I think there's, I think I, I have this root thing of, I don't enjoy anything. Um, so, uh-huh. and I, I do enjoy performing. Yeah. Lot. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, you, you can, yeah. you feel it. I feel yeah. it when, uh, when you're on there. Of I course. Yeah. But. Cause I think I, I, when I'm on stage, it's so uh, stressful that I don't, I don't have to think about anything else. I have to just focus on that moment. But right. I think that's so funny. You just got to the root of it and we just had talks about this, uh, that I, I need to figure out how to do things that are just enjoyable. It's okay to just enjoy and not work all the time um, and yeah. be stressed out all the time. And um, God, we're yeah. really running out of time That's... for the question about being a mom. But oh, like, no. so like these are a lot of, I mean, you know, this is a lot that you have worked through. So how, yeah. how does that affect you as a mom? Like, what do you, like, what's, yeah. that, what's that like? Or I mean, there's a lot of guilt for not, you know, being there. I, I am very lucky. My husband's like amazing. He stays with him. I just, but um, yeah, there's, you know. No, but I mean, I, as yeah. far as like yeah. imparting like work ethics, homework, yeah. things like that, like how yeah. how do you guide <laughs> well, him? I I think I have a good influence in terms of, and my husband too, in terms of his humor and the way he, I think he's just exceptional. My son, he's eight and he, I mean, he loves shows that um you don't see an eight-year-old watching uh he you know he enjoys seinfeld and curb your enthusiasm that's fabulous yeah it's amazing and we we, he's pretty much like we we all watch the same shows and he's begging to watch you know sopranos we're like no that's one thing we're um and uh he's just such an interesting guy 
But, um, you know, the truth is when I would do homework with him, he'd get C's. And when my husband does it, he gets A's. So uh, yeah, I think I think he's very lucky to get. He's uh, like, you made me. Why would you? I think I'm still. But, but do, you, do you wonder if you're putting too much or not enough pressure on him to do well in whatever he's doing? You know, I think we always saw how bright he is. Uh-huh. So now now he's getting great grades because we we're like, you know, you're almost holding out on us. We, we got to put you in a specialized school because you're so mm-hmm. his intellect is emotional intellect. And, and just how the way he feels for people, you know, he he's someone he's a little Brooklyn kid who curses and has this tough exterior. But he's so kind and worries mm-hmm. about his grandparents. And mm-hmm. um, so is he pretty so. self-motivated? He's very self-motivated himself. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think, he's got, yeah. I think he's got the, he's yeah. Got the My genetics. husband too, though, very, you know, worried and also uh-huh. very motivated. Um, uh-huh. yeah. Do you think like um, that, like getting to the level of, in comedy the, the, that you're at, that you yeah. strive to get to? And I do get yeah. the sense that there is a sense of satisfaction at this point. I'm sure by next year it'll be like, yeah, not, not good enough. You'll, <laughs> yeah. you'll be back to not good enough. Yeah. But, do you think that is like um, a way or healing a way to allow you to start thinking about spending, doing more, having more time for you? Hmm. You know, the truth is, I feel like the 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 better I do, the more I'm not doing enough. Mm. It's so funny. So it's it. That's why I get why people don't even want to get to the next level because you're even less happy. It's crazy. It's very. Mm. You are. There's a second where you're like, oh, this is going well. The the laugh when you hear the laughs and the, mm-hmm. the connection. But yeah, it's the further you get, the more unhappy. Right? It's very strange. You know, it's funny. Your yeah. parents don't sound like very good examples no. of how to have fun. <laughs> no. What about your husband? Is he good at that? He's much better. And he. This is exactly right, right before we left. It's so funny you say this. He was like, you know, can we do something nice? Can we do something fun? Can we? I want to have a good time. And it's, you just hit you just hit it. It's so funny, Lisa, because that's exactly what I'm struggling with right now. And he knows how to get that out of you. You know, I have to say, out of just from talking to you this, I mean, you know, like what what's impressed me the most about you? And there's so many things, but is that your relationship with your family, you know, your husband yeah. and the family you... Yeah has been like so I don't want to say healing but because it's so much more than that you know Mm. it's allowed you to flourish yeah yeah I think my husband and son are just such good people I yeah I feel very lucky I very so I think that's your biggest accomplishment frankly out of all the accomplishments and there's so many I really am I would agree and I I really love hearing that I mean it makes me feel really good I don't know I don't know that that makes me happy yeah because that's um that makes me very content yeah yeah but but see that's this is you kind of haven't been able to have balance personally but you have yeah. found balance outside yeah. yourself which is very rare i think it's very yeah. rare to have a relationship that that really complements another person and is so healing i think you know when i, I prayed know. in yeshiva for a husband you know uh, a goyish husband <laughs> goyish means not jewish yeah we, i didn't think you know i'd get him I, I i got very lucky he was really godsend yeah 
So anyway, we've got like one and a half minutes yeah. left. So I want to say thank you. I like loved having you on. This, this is, is so amazing. Great. And thank you. Um, I just want to make sure that everybody follows you on Instagram. That's Lana Siebel. I will be posting it on my, uh, you know, on my page and stuff like that. It won't be hard to find if you go to uh, my show on and, uh, you know, I can't um, thank you enough, Lisa. You're such a phenomenal woman. There's so uh, there's I, I'm, I'm starting to do bits more about being a feminist, but also not knowing which category I'm in and and how a lot of women aren't for each other. And you're truly, truly for it. This is so rare to see some, uh, somebody like you. Thank you. I so think much. you're phenomenal and uh, I adore you. I'm so grateful. You. So mutual. Yeah. So mutual here. But I also <laughs> want to remind you to um you know, listen to Radio Free Brooklyn. We have so many great shows. We have so many great hosts. We have so much great, it's a great community and we have all sorts of stuff going on. And you should make sure to go to um, our website, RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. Like I said, donate, sign up for the news. Dr. Lisa gets shit.